0: From the All Indiana Podcast Network. This is not a joke, not a joke. Get, Get ready. Luguda, right. come up in here. Woo! It's the Tevin stut- stut- stutter, stutter Show. It's the Tevin Stutter, stutter Show stutter podcast. And now, ladies and gentlemen, no. your host, My man. Tevin, Tevin Stutter. stutter. Seven sister started checking in once again. We're here live on the All Indiana Podcast Network. We got a special guest in the building. My man's got his own board, business, doing the daggone thing. Let the people know who you are.
1: <laughs> Peace of more power. My name is Brother Jamal Nelson. I'm the owner of Aboriginal Kings and Queens, which is abbreviated as AKQ, which is made for black people like me and you. As you write your life story, you're far from finished. slash podcast.
0: Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com/slash-investing-in-America. Hey, I feel it. I feel it. I feel it. So the first thing I seen about you was the board. Mm-hmm. Describe, describe that for me. So the whole basis of the board game is you venture through Black history
1: and culture, ranging from Black sayings and doings, Black music, Black movies, Black actors black revolutionaries activists inventors all the above so you can uh once again laugh and learn you can uh be entertained and get a thorough uh re-education of what it means to be black and or african uh all at the same time so you kind of getting uh <laughs> you kind of getting uh, everything all into one because uh a lot of people think it's just like uh oh this is gonna be talking about uh a set time and, and dates or uh, what happened in, like, uh, 1850 pertaining towards black people, what happened in the, the Civil Rights movie. But nah, man, you might you might pick up a card about uh, Malcolm X. You might pick up a card about Gucci Mane. You might pick up a card about uh, the richest man that ever stepped foot on this planet, which is Mansa Musa. A lot of people like to say uh, the richest individual on this planet was, uh, what's the guy uh, for Amazon? Uh, Jeff Bezos. Yeah, Jeff Bezos or... Uh, Elon Musk. You know, it's kind of yeah. switching between the two, but it was actually Mansur Musa who's yeah. the ruler of the, you know, the, the Mali Empire.
0: Without question. Mm-hmm. So,
1: so again, brother, yeah. Uh you can pick up a card about almost anything, bro. So again, you can play it at a kickback, uh, family function. You can play it at a little party. Uh, you can play it at, at school. You
0: know, all the above. Actually, could you uh bring the bring the box up here? I, w- <laughs> I wanna I want I wanna uh see something. So our uh listeners we're going to pull up some of the cards, and we're going to discuss. Because when he said Gucci Man and Malcolm X, that's a, a different, uh, different brother. So I, I want to see what is popping and what is it about. And that's, it's a cool thing for a young entrepreneur to have their own board game. Like, that's super cool. So we're going to pull out some cards right now, and we're going to get into it. We're going to ask some questions about them. First card I'm pulling up is for culture. Says, the Cupid Shuffle, as well as the Blank, are just two of many traditional dances we do at cookouts or family gatherings. Hint, hey, big girl, make them back it up. Yeah, <laughs> make them back it up. So is it Hit Them Folks, The Wobble, The Cotton Eye Joe, or The Woe? What's your answer?
1: <laughs> you asking me, brother? <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's uh... Man, I, I would definitely
1: get my black card revoked, though. My mom would probably hit me inside the head if I know the answer to that one. That's uh,
0: that's the wobble, bro. Oh, without question. Hey, <laughs> baby. Oh, so this is what we're going to do. Since my man invented the game, I'm going to have him ask me questions. <laughs> All right. That's a bet. That's a bet. So he's got the cards out right now. We're going to get these questions cracking, ladies and gentlemen. All right, brother. You want another, another round of culture? Or
1: his? Oh, yeah. Give me the culture. All right. Let's see, let's see which rap duo created the movie Ghetto Stories. Was it Young Money and Cash Money, YMCNB, or was it Lil Boosie and Lil Webby or G Unit? <laughs>
0: Boosie and Lil Webby, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, 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 yeah. Definitely right about that one, brother. Oh, yeah, give me, give me, give me some more culture. I, I got the culture, I can get the culture. <laughs>
1: Who is the first black NFL quarterback to rush for 1,000 yards in a season? Was it Lamar Jackson, Cam Newton, Michael Vick, or Randall Cunningham?
0: Randall Cunningham. That was Mike Vick. Oh, what? Was uh, Vick. Randall Cunningham was the, 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 the Vick before Vick. That's what I thought, man, back in his Eagles days. Oh, mm-hmm. snaps. Yeah, I, I, need to call, I need at least four or five more. I need at least four or five more. This is interesting.
1: I got you, brother. I got you. I got you. All right, here we go. You better know this one. We got some problems. Uh oh. <laughs> <laughs> the adult the the adult cartoon series Boondocks' main characters are Granddad, Riley Freeman, and Huey Freeman. Who is Huey Femen, Freeman based off? Here's a hint: He is the co-founder of the Black Panther Party. Was it Morgan Freeman,
0: Huey P. Newton, or Martin Luther King Jr. Uh, they had a adult movie just come out on <laughs> my man <laughs> Huey P. Newton. <laughs> without what question. question, that movie was actually uh, I liked the movie. It was,
1: I believe, it's called uh, Judas and the Black the Messiah. Messiah. Yeah, it was in the point of view of uh the brother, snitch. Uh, <laughs> yep. <laughs> it was a snitch. He snitched on uh, wasn't well, the Black Panther Party, but uh, to be uh more precise, it was uh, brother Fred Hampton. It was yep. you know,
0: born and raised in Chicago. Man, they killed that brother in his sleep next to his pregnant wife. That blew my mind to watch that. Yeah. Like to hear about it is one thing, but mm-hmm. to see how this could have visually taken place and mm-hmm. just how everybody else was getting blown away. And it's just like you talking about some people that were created to literally protect, feed kids, enrich their lives, and to see the government dismantle them, but mm-hmm. organization like the KKK <laughs> still exists today. That is mind blowing to me.
1: It is, it, it is pretty mind-blowing because you think about that. The KKK is out here uh, just out in the open. They're not even being secretive about it. They're not even trying to be passive or discreet about it. They're out here being racist right to our faces. But like you said, brother, organ, black organizations that were made to uh, to liberate black people, It's not they're, they're not solely just talking about, all. when they say all power to the people, uh, the Black Panther Party, they want to talk about, oh, uh, you know, uh, F uh, white people or you know uh, Black supremacy they're just talking about not just Getting civil rights but also obtaining uh, Human rights which means uh, Concrete and tangible gains and tangible Benefits to be allotted towards Black people groups like the, 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 the Nation of Islam the Black Panther Party uh, the, the Black Liberation Movement back in the day They're all geared towards liberating Black people but again you got organizations Like the, the KKK which is full Own blown white supremacy That's out here but uh it's it's just kind of sad and it it just kind of shows uh what the government was like during that time period and it's evident today and it's pretty uh prevalent today that i mean there have been some some changes i can't really say significant changes because a lot of stuff is still going on it's in uh it's just happening in different ways like brother brother malcolm x once said racism is like a cadillac Mm. you know they come out with new models each year Mm. so you know uh today it's it is kind of uh, complicated and hard to identify and, and to be able to decipher on what today's racism is. But that's why you should always uh, do your best to have a thorough understanding of any and everything in which you involve yourself in. Like uh, me myself, I like to read uh black and or African literature uh, so I can be able to identify and defend myself. If I see uh, racism, people think racism is just a matter of morals and ethics. Racism ain't just somebody being mean to you or calling yeah. you the N word or Derogatory story, defiling, demeaning you. Racism is. Uh, are you, do you get the, the same access or the same degree of information as uh, as as uh, as white people? Do you get the same resources? We don't have the same power uh, and, and resources that white people have. And a lot of people and a lot of other people say, "Oh, there's no racism today," just because once again, it's not it's not uh, solely physical racism or in-your-face racism. Racism is also uh, when Malcolm X was around in the 60s a lot of people confute uh, were kind of uh, I'll say they were not all the way having a thorough understanding of what Malcolm X was about. Malcolm X wasn't against uh, white people. He was against white and or Eurocentric or European indoctrination uh, influence and all around uh, su- supremacy. Malcolm X was always talking about creating our own economical structure. When he said he wanted a separation of black people from, from white people, he wasn't talking about a social separation. That's what a lot of people get to talk about. That's what uh, se- segregation was. He wasn't preaching segregation. He was preaching uh, separation. When he said sep- uh, se- separation, he wasn't talking about a social separation to where it's like, oh, I, I can't uh, go to the same restaurant as a white person. I can't go, you know, uh, go play basketball with a white person or go out to eat with a white person what I preach and what also Malcolm X was uh, preached uh, because I learned most of my philosophy, ideologies, and gained my thorough understanding of what it truly means to be black in America and how to truly tr- liberate myself and pass it along to other black people. Is we need to build our own economical structure, yeah. Because, uh, I read a book by Dr. Claude Anderson, it was called Pyronomics: National Plan to Empower Black America. and He talked about, uh, as black people, we have never owned more. I believe he said uh, more than uh, it was somewhere between five to seven percent of America's wealth. And it, it arguably could be lower than that. But the only thing that we uh, excel in, uh, in, in, you know, uh, great sound numbers is the entertainment industry. You know, when it comes to sports and, uh, and, and the music industry. But what about the, the, the like the, the actual like uh, oil, electricity, uh, real estate? Because the basis to an economical structure is land. Yeah. We need to own our own land. Because what why did uh why do we uh well not we, but why did America have the civil uh the rebel, what war was that? Civil what was the war, war again? Civil uh, War with North and South. The one with the uh when they fought the British brother. Which one was that again? I think it was the What was that? They were saying no taxation was without, without representation. It was when the America was fighting off the colonial powers of great revolutionary war thank you brother it was the revolutionary war the whole basis of that was was for land they were trying to get some land because they knew even though america was full-blown down white supremacy at that time they knew at that time they needed to separate from great britain so they can have their own land so they can be a self-sufficient self-reliant people and these were uh these were white folks at the time. You know, you had George Washington and all them at the time. We were still slaves. Yeah. So then it was a lot of black people at that time. I was like, man, I ain't about to fight in this war. I ain't about to gain nothing. It's just like how a lot of black people don't uh, uh, celebrate the 4th the of July. Because what do we have to celebrate on the 4th of July? we still in shackles, still still enslaved. So now, today, I think a lot of black people are realizing that we do need to separate uh, from, from non-black people in certain areas. Again, I, I don't preach any racism. I don't preach any uh, any, any of that uh, racist ideology or teachings. I'm just talking about what we need to start doing for ourselves. And it's kind of hard for some black people to understand that because they're kind of set in what what the these curriculums and the schools are teaching them. Because I'm, I'm not bashing Martin Luther King, but when you were in school, brother, give, give me like the who do you think was a four main civil rights activists or black leaders that you learned about in school?
0: I definitely say MLK. Mm-hmm. Um you're gonna hear a lot about Rosa Parks. Definitely. And hmm, two others. I don't <laughs> even know that they were like super emphasized every year. You might mm-hmm. have Jackie Robinson might have been like mm-hmm. a person that you heard about. Definitely but, sports. Mm-hmm. But uh, arguably I would say uh, like you said, I
1: would say Martin Luther King oh man, I'm a, I'm I'm gonna touch on Martin Luther King, but Martin Luther King, Rosa Parks you might hear a little something about uh, Frederick Douglass. Martin Luther okay, yeah. King said, you know, turn the other cheek, love the enemy. And they said, uh, turn the other cheek, love the enemy. And, but the biggest thing that they said was Martin Luther King had a dream. Rosa Parks was on the bus. Then they'll say something about uh, Frederick Douglass or Booker T. Washington, Sojourner Truth. And you might hear something about W.B. Du Bois. But why is it that we don't hear anything about Malcolm X? We don't hear anything about the Honorable Marcus Garvey. We don't hear anything about Elijah Muhammad. We don't hear anything about uh, James Baldwin. And it's because a lot, of, a lot of non-black people like to twist real black history. Because let's say yeah. we, we face racism today, something that's racist today. They'll say, oh, uh, that's, not, that's not racist. It, it's for everybody. Or what would Martin Luther King do? Martin Luther King would turn another cheek. Or Martin Luther King said this, this, and that. And but a lot of people don't realize At the last year of his life, Malcolm, Martin Luther King realized that what he was preaching was, it was it was actually kind of wrong, and it was regressing black people and not progressing black people. Because he even said it himself. This ain't me just uh being against Martin Luther King. I, I'm going to tell you what Martin Luther King said himself. Martin, and you can Google this and if anybody wants to dispute it. But Martin Luther King said himself, he feels as if he has integrated his people into a burning house because he saw that. uh, After he did all he he had obtained the Nobel Peace Prize, he had got all these awards and accolades for his so-called tremendous and significant strides and efforts towards black people. But we didn't obtain any tangible gains or any benefits. All we got was tokenism. Tokenism is when somebody gives you fancy words, fancy rhetoric, and fancy articulations, but they don't actually do anything for you. Like last summer, when we had the, all those, uh, they label them as, uh, some people say they were riots, some people say they were protests. We had uh, places like uh, Target and Starbucks, they'll post those fancy commercials talking about, oh, we side with the, the Black Lives Matter, we side with black people, we, we, we understand your struggle, we're here for you. But then... I remember I got on the uh, I was on Twitter the other day, uh, a few days after that, and I'm seeing that Starbucks was not allowing somebody to come in because they was had a, a Black Lives Matter t shirt on, or they uh, didn't like the Black Lives murals, or there's people there's people defacing Black Lives murals. Target had a commercial that was supposed to be supporting Black people and uh, this this and that, but then they'll go around and go behind your back, and then they'll. uh uh they 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 do the same thing. They'll deface the murals, or the, uh, somebody coming in with a Black Lives Matters uh merchandise or something on, and they won't won't support it. And then I, I just feel as if, especially in today's uh today's day and age, I don't understand why Black people are falling for the same tactics and tricks that we've been falling for for all these years. Especially when information is easily accessible and 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 readily available for us. So
0: that's true. And there's two things I want to um touch on. Mm-hmm. As far as the Target and the Starbucks, I feel like last summer we experienced something where it's easy to support Black when it's trendy, and then mm. a year later, <laughs> a year later, it's like, mm, where's everybody at with that same energy? <laughs> it's just like, oh, it's not trendy anymore, so it's mm-hmm. just like that energy has died down. And then the other thing I want to talk about, so how we talked about Mr. Hampton and the government dismantling the uh, Black Panthers um, from a financial standpoint Mm -hmm. when we saw also in Tulsa, Oklahoma and Black Wall Street Mm and Greenwood Avenue where it was essentially dismantled as well. What do you say to like the fear of black people? It's like when I create something that's food and efficient and I stand to protect my people, it's going to be crushed. When I create something as far as sustaining our own Finances in our own community where we're self sustained mm-hmm. is going to be crushed. What, what's your advice to people in that situation that's viewing it through that mindset?
1: My advice to any brother or sister that's in that situation, any brother or sister, or any king or queen that's in that situation that's either reluctant or hesitant to start their own business or, uh, you know, push out their own service that they're ready to provide is I just say that don't fall for this narrative that they're trying to put out in the media that black people don't support each other or black people always attacking each other or we're violent or we're, we're, we commit the most crimes and again that we don't support each other because black people do support each other I, I am so sick of this narrative that oh black people we, every time it's a big group of black people they always fighting they always shooting something up they can't never support each other yes we we do it all we've done it before and we can do it again after slavery post-slavery we went through the reconstruction era it's the little uh time period before the civil rights movement during the reconstruction era that was the highest or the uh, the most uh s- significant i'll say it was the strongest economical structure we we have ever had as black people we had black uh transportation black buses black uh cab or taxi service we had black banks black restaurants black everything a lot of black people nowadays don't don't uh they don't, they don't realize this, and they don't teach this in school systems for a reason. Because it, the, the first lynching or the, the, the real way to control a group of people is to do it in the classroom mm-hmm. when you control their mind and the way they think. A lot of black people think, oh, man, I can't open up my own business. I can't uh, provide my own service to somebody and you know make my own bread because we ain't never did it before. So why, why would I be able to, to be the first one to do it? Again, we've done it before during the Reconstruction era. Again, this is a little bit before the it's a vice movement again black banks black buses we had uh black black uh black everything we can do it again it's just that once integration uh came around we didn't just integrate socially to where we can eat at the same restaurant and uh you know go to a basketball game or sporting event with uh with white people we also integrated uh e- economically as well so when we we left our black biz- businesses and we went to the, the the white folks businesses when we uh integrated with them that's why our economic economical structure went away so if we've done it before we can definitely do it again so again all them brothers and sisters uh to the uh, kings and queens out there that's a little hesitant reluctant to do it man you gotta you gotta start somewhere like i i know a brother brother uh the brother over here he was talking about my board game i started off making that board game by hand i i remember it took me seven hours just to make one of those board games it was handmade it used to take me seven hours to make one i used to I used to have to walk around two or three days at a time. Fingers used to be super glued uh together sometimes because I had to get basic office supplies to put all that together. You gotta start somewhere. Don't don't be listening to these people. Don't be nervous uh thinking some people gonna laugh at you 'cause you might have to you know start uh real small. You might have to start off you know on a, on a posting up at a, a corner or something with your product, or at the end of the street, or you might have to you know uh just. You know, find a way to get yourself out there. Social media is a perfect uh way to get your product and get your uh, or let the service that you provide be known to other people. But don't don't be discouraged because if we've done it again, we can definitely uh if we've done it before, we can definitely do it again.
0: Thanks. So I'm uh we back again. We on part two of the interview. Um, man, you've been enlightened by all the knowledge and. It's a wealth of knowledge that we're getting on. So other thoughts on what you wanna share with the people. Oh, well I just I guess I'll just uh put out some more encouraging words to all the brothers and sisters out
1: there. Because uh, like you said, there's a lot of black people that's hesitant or reluctant to start their own business or, you know, put out or present forth uh whatever unique or special service that they could provide to others. But again, but we can't keep on listening to the media letting off a, a false uh narrative and disillusioning Black and or African people in a global or international Aspect talk about we can't never come together And do something uh, a, As a complete unit We can't never come together as a Just uh, this, this come together And do something productive and something that can uh, Cause some progression towards black People but we're going to keep on falling into Regression if we keep on letting non-black People solve our own problems Because when it comes to black problems There needs uh, black solutions I don't, Like when it comes to Protests and I understand uh if If you think that's the best way to help black people out and to alleviate ourselves from uh certain generational curses, that's cool, but you can't just go outside with a sign, walk outside all day screaming and yelling, then slide back to the crib, and you know you you-, cu- you cussing out your cousin or you get mad at this random black person for no reason, or you ain't even trying to you know spread the black dollar. Or, try to uh you know build that black economical structure after you don't walk down the street all day with a picket sign screaming oh black lives matter black this this isn't that but what are you doing after you leave that protest so again i just do whatever you put your mind to man don't ever just stop listening to the media talk about black people can't do this black people can't do that because we've done it before during the reconstruction era uh I'll say immediately right after uh, it was post-slavery we've done it before. We had black buses, black transportation, black banks,
0: black everything. So we can definitely do it again. That's real. That's real. And shout-outs, and people that influenced you along your journey. I would say the,
1: I would say my biggest influence is uh, listen to any excerpts, uh, writings, speeches, lectures, or sermons by uh, el Malik El-Shabazz, who's better known as Malcolm X. Uh, Brother Ben X, Brother Riza Islam, Brother Nineteen Keys, uh, a, a lot of people like to uh, clown him, but Doctor Humar Johnson too <laughs> <laughs> as well. He be uh, I like his philosophies. Uh, he has the Pan African philosophy and and ideologies, and uh, Nuri Muhammad and uh, a few other individuals as well. But I'll probably say those are the my biggest influences and uh people I kind of you know uh get my biggest inspirations from. Have you watched the uh, Hidden Colors series? I have. That's a. Uh, I watched part one and two. I've been meaning to watch three because I believe they came out with the fifth one in the middle of
0: last year, right, brother uh, Tariq and She. I haven't uh, been following. Man, it was like in college where it was like super emphasized. So we had. Mm-hmm. I went in to Indiana State, and um, in our African American Culture Center, she was like making sure after every day we would have meetings <laughs> that we was watching it. It just had everybody just tapped in and tuned in. And I was just seeing, like, mm-hmm. I, I didn't even know, like, it was still going. Like, this mm-hmm. is something that I remember years on back. And that's where I, that's where kind of, like, I know you talked about Umar. everybody. <laughs> he kind of, like, a social media meme now. But back then mm-hmm. they was, like, was taking him, like, super serious. Oh, yeah. But um, so I just like your thoughts on that series or – what you've got from it so
1: again i haven't watched the complete series i've only seen uh parts one and two but what i've uh the, the what i've gained from parts one and two is like i said earlier a lot of people just deem racism or labor racism as a matter of morals and ethics they think racism is just somebody calling up and coming up and calling you the n-word or somebody just uh a non-black person just being mean to you But again, i say the most significant degree, the most significant extent of racism is through the the economic, the economical structure. But there's racism with the economical structure. There's racism in certain uh, religions. There's racism in the curriculums that they're teaching in school systems. Like in the Hidden Color series, uh, it was Tariq Nasheed had broke down. (laughs) Yeah, a lot of people might not like this, but (laughs) Tariq Nasheed had broke down in that series on how, Again, racism ain't just morals and ethics. Somebody just being verbally racist to you. They even uh, incorporated racism in uh, in, in religion. Because when you go to, uh, it's not just black churches, but when you go to certain black uh, places of worship or black temples or black uh, gatherings, when you go to some of these churches, you see a picture of uh, so-called Jesus. You see Jesus up there. It's this, uh, this non-black individual, this this white man with this, luscious caucasian hair he got a little goatee look like he just left the barbershop got the fresh edge up blue eyes he's looking at you all peaceful hands out but it would make if you you don't even have to take a thorough historical context it'd be be the most minimal historical observation how is he where's jesus from brother where's the (laughs) geographical location where jesus is from
0: what's it like um jerusalem
1: jerusalem yeah what's the what's the the normal weather pattern in uh hot. jerusalem it's hot right <laughs> yeah in the bible you don't even have to be a christian you don't have to be a muslim catholic you can have no religious preference you still have to agree uh, agree even in the bible it says itself jesus had skin like bronze yeah and hair like wool i'm touching the top of my head i'm touching my beard it, my hair a little tough you ever felt wool before brother yeah F- feel top of your head for me brother <laughs> Does your hair feel more like wool, or you think a, a Caucasian, a white man's hair would feel more like wool?
0: Hey, I know the uh, the bronze, that's the <laughs> – that's the because you can debate wool. People are going to be like, oh, this is wool. But when skin like bronze, I think that's the <laughs> easiest scripture that you can uh, see and point to where it's clear. Exactly,
1: and that's that's one of the reasons why I like the Hidden color series. Because, And again, they're not just teaching – Uh, I, I believe if, whatever your religion is, it doesn't matter if, if, if you're religious or non-religious. I just believe if you're going to follow – any organization or any institution you got to do your do your best to once again have a thorough understanding of everything in which you involve yourself in and everything in your close environment and close proximity because don't just that, that's a problem a lot of you can learn a lot from people that came before you, the ancestors of course and the, the elders uh, or the old heads man but some of them they gotta go man some of them just gotta they gotta stop talking on some of this black stuff because they just always talk about oh religion this oh the bible says this the quran says this Oh, oh i was taught this this and that but they're not even doing uh they're not even researching for themselves Look at it on google and look at the first two or three links to pop up but they we not actually do a thorough research about it or they just listen to something because word of mouth that's what everybody else was doing i remember one time somebody told me oh it's racist to say jesus jesus is black it don't matter what uh color jesus is it don't matter what color jesus is then why can't you just you know accept the fact that he wasn't a white man if if people think it's racist once again when i say we need to separate from white people i'm not talking about a social Separation. That's racism. That's that's exactly what segregation is. I will talk about an economic, uh, economical separation. Do so we have our own economical structure? It's black people out here protesting to uh, the same institutions and the same government in which inflicted our pain and suffering. If let's say I had a, a, a friend that, that, that was uh, that, that was murdered. I, I'm not wishing they were none of my, my closest friends But let's say I had a friend that got murdered Would I go to that murderer and ask him to help me Cope with the, the death of my friend The one that killed my friend The one that is causing my, my uh, current uh, Inflicted suffering and, and, and pain I, I wouldn't do that Why are black people out here protesting The government for something they have caused to us Why are we crying for them to help us, help us? Why can we not use our own unique Power and abilities to help ourselves Like we've already done during the uh, the uh, Reconstruction era. Because we can do it.
0: Yeah. Now that's real. It reminds me of the uh, Tupac interview. We are hungry. Please let us in. We, He starts <laughs> it starts off like that. he said, eventually it's going to. He said, the song's going to stop. And he mm-hmm. said, so I'm like, we're hungry. Let us in. it's uh-huh. like, we're hungry. He said, then he's going to come through the door blazing. Because it's just like, hey, I asked. I begged. I pleaded. And then it was just <laughs> like nothing. But I like when you talk about. I think the, the biggest the biggest form of protest is, like, financial. So even mm-hmm. when the uh, bus boycott happened and it was just like, hey, they realized, hey, we need this black dollar because these people are walking <laughs> without us. And it's just uh-huh. like, it was cool for the first day. Probably, all right, after a month they'll be tired. Mm-hmm. All right, after uh, a few months they'll be, hey, they didn't did it for a year plus. Like, uh-huh. <laughs> we've suffered as a <laughs> society because, we couldn't sustain without their money and it's just crazy to think that like if we really got that mindset honed down because I mm-hmm. see it a lot now with even something as simple as um, Gucci <laughs> so it's just like <laughs> it will be times where they'll kind of put something out there I don't know if it's just to stir the pot just to get people talking but it's like blatantly racist and mm-hmm. then some artists will be like hey I don't care nothing. like I'm still gonna rock it then some artists are like taking a stand against it mm-hmm. and then it's just like but if, I don't know, I feel like that's what we struggle with as a whole is, like, collectively coming together and, like, mm-hmm. I'm not going to, in a sense, finance my oppressive.
1: Now, I agree with that, and, like, like I, what you said was, is some uh, is some rappers or some individuals is like, man, I don't care if they call me the N-word, I don't care what they say, I'm still going to rock uh, this Gucci, this Ferragamo, this, all this designer and then you got the ones that's, uh, that want to rebel. They're the ones that say, oh, no, I ain't about to support them if they degradating and defiling my people. But that goes back to, to slavery because there's two types of slaves. A lot of people think is this oh, all slaves was the same. No, it was two types of slaves with two different statuses. You got the house slave. Back then, they used to call him the, the house, the house uh, Negro. Or, and you also had the, the field slave, or they called them the, the field Negro. The house Negro, he lived in the house with the master. That's why he called the house slave. He ate the same food as the master. The master let him uh no slave master used to let him sleep in the attic. He had uh, all the fine garments, all the, the fine clothing. He didn't have to stay with the, the field slaves uh in, in the field, in, in, in the gutter, in the trenches. Let's say uh th- this building was owned by the slave master. This building we in right now, it was owned by the slave master and it was burning. The house slave would be like, oh master, oh let me get some water. Now we gotta put this fire out. I don't want our house to get burnt down. This ain't this ain't your house. It's, it's that white man's house. This is your slave master's house. The field slave, be like, hey man, i let that i let that thing burn. Then we ain't gotta worry about it. We can know. Then we can leave and do our own thing. We yeah. can have our, you know, our own economical structure. We can depend on ourselves, be our own self-sufficient, self-reliant people. And it's like that today. You got two types of black people today, cause it ain't no in-between. There's two types of black people today. Either you're gonna be on the you're gonna aim and pledge allegiance to not to America, but pledge allegiance to your own people and aim to better and assist your own people, or you can be a coon, house slave, a house negro. These coons nowadays are the ones, a coon is defined as somebody that's not, that does not identify as being black. These are Technically, they are black. They have the African genotype, but they do not identify as being black, and they rather uh, pander and rather uh, side with the oppressor than actual black people. And I can give you some names, some coons if you, if you want some, but <laughs> I, I ain't gonna give you none, no, yeah. but that's every, every history is prevalent is a uh, prevalent today and i just feel it again i know i keep on saying it but i would keep want to put emphasis on it because a lot of people we got the black businesses and the and the and the black people providing these unique uh services out here a lot of people talk about man i don't know why you doing that man why you trying to do your own thing why you trying to make your own business why you trying to provide your own service and do your own thing you need to go get get this job and do this this and that and that's that's better security i feel like i'm more secure and i i can go to sleep at night it, it, it is a struggle i ain't gonna be like some of these people that's gonna lie on social media that's talk about oh i'm doing this and that man money coming in man we balling man we got all this and yeah. that man we i'm doing this and that no i'm grinding like everybody else it is a grind but I'm trying to build something so I, I can leave it for it. If God blesses me one day to be able to have some kids or let's say something bad happens to me uh, out, out of nowhere, I can leave my family something. I can I can give my I can give my Duke. So I give my mom something. She can have some bread. I give my 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 brothers uh, some, some bread, my sisters uh, some bread. If I got a job and I die. You think that employer going to give my family that job? You think your employer going to be like, hey, man, he he or she was a good worker. He got some bread for you. He goes he 10 stacks for you. He got some money for you. No, they can be like, oh, okay, let me go find somebody else to replace him. Yeah. So why would I waste my time energy and uh, resources on working for somebody that's not going to better me or my people when I can work and better myself?
0: That's real. That's real, man. We appreciate you rocking out with us. I'm going to definitely be buying a board game here real soon because that was – even those few cards that I read, like, I really enjoyed. I feel like that's like a fun, grown family night. Like, I would love love to have, like, a family night like that. So where can they support and buy those at? So they can – uh. well, first, I I
1: appreciate their love, brother. And a lot of the questions on there, some people might be uh, looking at the answers and be like, oh, I don't don't know if that's right. But I tell people, you know – uh, call me and I'll tell you why that answer is is what it is. But if anybody ever wants to uh buy a board game, buy a children's book, or if they want to enter for one of my free drawings and giveaways, my website is brotherjamalnelson.com dot com. Uh, brother is spelled as in you know brother and sister, and uh Jamal is J A M A A L
0: Nelson dot com. Again, everything can be found on my website is brotherjamalnelson.com dot com. Hey man, we appreciate you rocking out with us looking forward to seeing more, supporting more. And I could see, man, your brother filming your documentary. <laughs> like, I, I could see that easy. Like, you got your own Indianapolis version of Hidden Colors in a sense, where it's just like you going through nap history and it's like city to city where you just like, okay, here's, here's this. Because I would love to see that because I went to Christmas Addicts and mm-hmm. um, Ooh. I just know, like, our man over there in Lockfield, how it was like black apartments in the city. And then Mm -hmm. it's just like IEPY comes in. And even when I was a shorty in middle school at Addicts, like Mm -hmm. those was like the little hood apartments behind the school. Then IEPY comes and buys them. And like that whole gentrification piece. I know that's a, that's a big topic that could be, Mm -hmm. Hey, we might have you on weekly, Mm -hmm. (laughs) but, uh, (laughs) but yeah, yeah, I I definitely next time. Yeah. We're going to commit to that, man. Next time you come on, I want to touch on, touch on that. And almost like an Indianapolis race in history. Uh, definitely. Inshallah, brother. Definitely. I appreciate you having me again. Peace and love, brother. Hey, all love, man. Support my man. So where can they uh, follow you on social media?
1: Uh, they can follow me on my Instagram at mall 317 M-A-A-L-317. My Twitter handle is also the same, mall 317 M-A-A-L-317. And uh, Facebook as well is just a... Uh, Jamal Nelson And once again I appreciate you Having me
0: brother Hey I love man Keep moving forward You as well You as well From the All Indiana Podcast Network It's the Tevin Studdard Show Podcast Be sure to like Follow and subscribe To this podcast Now at AllIndianaPodcast.com And wherever you Get your podcasts Podcast